0: Hi, I'm Stefan Altsar from Prehistoric Animals and welcome to the Progcast.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Progcast. I'm your host Dario and with me calling from Sweden is Stefan Altsar from Prehistoric Animals and it was his birthday yesterday, right?
0: yes it ha- was
1: happy birthday <laughs>
0: thank-, thank you very much
1: hope you have a nice, I- nice little party uh, uh
0: actually i didn't because i'm uh, i'm having a cold so Aww. i was uh, i was staying in bed all day no not really but I've, I've had better birthdays than yesterday and everything is gray here in sweden and cold
1: uh, he- here in-, in germany is the same sunday was suddenly sunny but um last week uh, thursday friday saturday was super cold below 10 degrees and rainy and nasty and now mm. it's now it's yeah. pretty much gray as well here
0: okay sounds exactly the same it's here <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we're we're here to talk about um uh more exciting stuff than the weather actually and that is uh, the new prehistoric animals album coming out and it's called uh the magical mystery machine chapter one right yes and it's, right uh, gonna be the second prehistoric animals album now prehistoric animals are still a relatively new band so why don't you introduce the band and the history of the band uh shortly to our listeners uh, how how the band came to be and um what you've been up to leading up to your second album now.
0: Yes. Um, uh, Samuel, the drummer and I uh, were together in a band called Pound. Uh, we did uh, two albums uh, it was some kind of uh, alternative rock music. Uh, and on, on the second Pound album, we started to do more, more proggy songs. Um, uh, and the last time we, we rehearsed with Pound was, I think it was in January, 2015 or something. So, um, I don't think we exist, but, uh, we have, we haven't, uh, been breaking up officially, but, uh, uh there's, I don't think it's going to be anything more, Um uh, anyway, uh, me and Samuel, we wanted to continue making uh, music and uh, So I started to, uh, to write instrumental tracks that he sent to me. Uh, I wrote lyrics and melodies, uh, and we kept on uh, with that for, I think, two years or something. Uh, and uh, then it resulted in uh, the first prehistoric animals, uh, and it was released in December 2018.:
1: uh, So then a work of art.
0: Yes, uh, and everything uh, on that album uh, w- was uh, performed by uh, uh, me and uh, Samuel. Uh, I played guitars, bass, uh, vocals, keyboards. Samuel played gu- uh, drums and keyboards. Um, so uh, 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 when uh, when the album was released, uh, I think it was uh, I think <laughs> Rene from uh, from Pog- Prog Power. Uh, wrote an email and uh, and asked if we, we could play at the prog power festival uh, last year <laughs> then uh, we needed a band uh of course of course you
1: can't <laughs> can't turn down such an offer with your when when such an offer comes in with your debut album right
0: <laughs> uh no yeah you can't so uh, we had to start a band uh and um the first in the first uh uh, uh Prehistoric Animals edition. There w- we were six people: two uh, keyboard players uh, and uh, uh, two guitar players, players, uh, bass player, and a drummer. Uh, um, we rehearsed one time, uh, and then after that we were only five. So uh, uh, we hired uh, uh, Noah Magnuson, great bass player, uh, Daniel Magidich. Uh, played at uh he played on uh pain of salvation's first album and wrote a couple of uh tracks yes uh, and uh yeah he's from the neighbor town so we we knew each other before and i i knew that he was into prog music uh we both loved king's x uh so great bad uh, not hey, yeah not so many love them so when you when you find someone that loves king's x you have to you have to go. You have to go for that person, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, and then we uh, we added uh, Stefan Arnstall on uh, keyboards, and we started rehearsing. Uh, and uh, last year, last fall, we had, I think, uh, four or five gigs, good festival gigs, including uh, the Prog Power gig. Um, yes. The last there, time we played <laughs> yeah, you were uh, uh, and um I think, yeah, the last time we we played live was in Norway in November last year, so then came this thing this thing <laughs> this uh, the, this nasty thing uh, uh, but yeah, you wanted me to uh to tell about the album, how yeah. we uh, yeah, I
1: mean now now this uh this new album is uh, actually with with the whole band, right? It's not just yes. the two of you.
0: No, it's with the whole band. Uh, and it feels uh, it feels good <laughs> to be a to be a, <laughs> to be a band. Uh, and as long as it's a band with people you trust musically and, uh, and personally, it's, uh, it's so much better. Uh, so we uh, we have been working on this together, uh, the four of us. Uh, we wrote everything together, uh, recorded everything. So uh, uh, we started recording drums, I think it was in the middle of December last year. Uh, we have a great uh, uh, engineer called uh, Erik Berglund, uh, so we recorded drums for i think 5 or 6 songs uh, and uh, during uh, uh spring we uh, uh we tracked vocals and guitars recorded more drums uh, and i think the last drum recording we did was in uh was in may then we recorded uh, uh the last song on the album into battle um uh, and then <laughs> we worked uh think we we got the the last mix in uh, uh, at the end of uh, June or something so then it was finished with the cover art and everything and so that's that's basically the, <laughs> the process
1: how, how the story goes now for, yes. for uh, our listeners and for the people who have never heard of you guys how would you describe the sound of
0: prehistoric animals Um, I think the sound is a, is a mix of, of everything I've listened to for the, the last 30 years or something, 35 years, maybe. Um, so I've listened to a lot of prog, I've listened to a lot of, uh, alternative rock and a lot of really good pop music. So, uh, I think, um, the most important thing in prehistoric animals music is, is not to play weird stuff and, uh, and, uh, uh s- strange things and, uh, uh odd rhythms. Uh, it, the main focus is, is always on the songs and the melodies. Um, and I, I know some, some people who love Prague think we are a bit too much pop or something, uh, but I've, yeah, I've. That's that's the thing <laughs> I, I want to do. I, I would say that prehistoric animals is, um, and this last album we, not the last album, the, the album that will uh, uh, will come tomorrow. <laughs> um, I think that's my, it's my dream band and my dream album. So everything uh, that I think is good in music uh is on that album <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um uh, everyone gets very high expectations now but yeah it's my <laughs> it's my dream album i think i think so uh, uh, we've added everything that we uh, uh, that we like uh into it
1: the the high expectations uh for people uh for proggers who don't shy away from a good hook line and uh also a bit of a popular vibe but uh yeah the th- i'm pretty sure the high expectations are totally warranted and won't be um let down because i've listened to the album a couple of times and it's just really really addictive um and Thank i've you. been wondering as i mean between uh, the first prehistoric pre- prehistoric animals album consider a work of art and now the second album, the Magical Mystery Machine, Chapter One. You, uh, Stefan, you put out two solo EPs actually this year, and um, yeah, I did. Um, I mean, I'm I'm kind of a nerdy progger. I have to admit, I I, I like my prog, proggy. Um, but out of curiosity, I also listened to to your EPs, and especially with the first one. Um, uh, the empty house uh, by the beach. Yeah, yeah. I also totally fell in love with that EP because the songs are just so good. And I was wondering, um, what's what's wrong with those Swedes being such great songwriters? <laughs> Is there anything in the water or something?
0: Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. I, I don't, I don't know, but but you are right. Uh, there's there's a lot of of good music coming from uh, from Sweden, uh, and I, I don't know if uh, if uh, the Swedish composers uh, if they have found some kind of universal way to write songs that uh, everyone uh, likes. I I don't know. Maybe it's uh, ABBA's fault or something. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. But it's I think. Uh, it could be uh, uh, the swedish climate or the swedish uh, uh, i don't I, I don't know if you listen to uh, if you listen to katatonia for example you uh, you can hear that that's a swedish band they can they can't come from anywhere else they're they're from sweden yes. uh, vulkan all these bands it, it sounds swedish in some way uh, I don't yeah, think that Vul- was
1: vulcan one of <laughs> one of the best prog rock albums this year so far Definitely yeah I, great brilliant great band I, that that album technatura is that was a uh, probably one of the most surprising and therefore most satisfying and and uh, uh, discoveries for me because i didn't know of them before even though they have mm at least one album before so yeah we also had them yeah uh on the show and uh uh yeah great band great shout out here <laughs>
0: yeah 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 it is uh, but yeah i i don't know it's uh it maybe it's in the water <laughs>
1: <laughs> um No talking about a magical mystery machine part one or chapter one we of course we also have to talk about the uh, concept because it seems a very elaborate um story behind it or behind the lyrics and and with chapter one added to the album title it kind of indicates that there might be more chapters coming so what what is it about
0: um, yeah it's about uh, uh, this uh, this girl called Cora uh, who uh, gets the uh, the task the mission uh, to collect uh, humanity's uh, perfections and imperfections it's uh, fear anger happiness. Uh, um she gets yeah she gets that mission to uh collect all these things inside this mysterious machine yeah the magical mystery machine Uh, and she's given that machine inside a box Uh, so she starts uh, collecting all these things um, and she finds out that uh, when she has yeah she finds out that the world is dying uh, and all the information that she is collecting inside this mysterious machine uh, will be the foundation when when the world is uh, rebuilt somewhere else. So uh, yeah, that's the main concept and she gets uh, she finds this uh, this companion, Jareth, with actually... Uh, uh, not so brave. Uh, she's much braver than him. Uh, so, but they—they uh, they got each other's. And they are the only ones on Earth uh, who knows about this. Uh, uh, this uh, apocalyptic uh, Imp- impending end. impending downfall. Yeah, impending downfall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, that's a story, and uh, I see uh, every. Every song is like uh, a chapter from their diary uh, so they are writing this this book this diary uh, and uh, the songs on the album isn't in in, a, in a chronological order it's just uh, random pages uh, from the diary that someone has found. Uh, so it's a, I think it's a cool story to write about, uh, and uh, I have a lot of ideas for Chapter 2 uh, also. I don't know the specifics, but uh, it's, uh, it's going to be uh, good. Uh, when I write lyrics, I, I often start with an instrumental track and uh, I start recording the first verse I write. The lyrics and melodies and record them at once. And I take the first verse. I don't know. I usually don't know anything about the chorus. Uh, and then I go through the song uh, till, that, till it's that's finished.
1: An, that's an interesting way to write lyrics.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah, I think so. And it's it's very exciting because I because I never know uh, what's going to uh, what's going to happen. It's it's almost like um, I'm reading that uh, book too. <laughs> Uh, you know I am God I get these uh, visions no (laughs)
1: Um, so um, the first uh, album considered a work of art was it also a concept album or were it's more like uh, unconnected stories
0: uh, not really a concept album uh, but I think it was uh, uh, when we started writing it, it 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 was everything was a lot about uh, Donald Trump and uh, stupid uh, dictators and uh, uh, stupid people around the world. So uh, I think that's an underlying theme of that album. I I wouldn't say it's a concept album, but uh, he is here and there. (laughs)
1: Um, One one specific memory, talking about considered a work of art now and, and about lyrics. Um, was last year at Proc Power Europe and uh anyone who's been there and and know knows the Proc Power family, how how close we are and, and what what the Proc Power family is all about. It um now this is <laughs> I'm getting a bit emotional here because it's it's really bittersweet because Proc Power was supposed to happen this upcoming weekend and of course yeah. it can't um but last year when you guys played you played the song never thought i was a monster and then suddenly there's the line uh, we share love it's everything and it was like yeah. re- repeated a lot and it was flashing on the led big led screen a backdrop yeah. uh, thingy and it just summed up the whole festival what the festival is all about for the, has been all about since uh more than 10 years that I've been mm. attending it. And that was that was really such a special moment. <laughs>
0: um, uh, it's, it's Cool. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, I, I think the, the Prague Power Festival was very special for us also, because we uh, we felt like <clears throat> in the beginning, we felt like uh, uh, some kind of rookies. And uh, we knew that uh, our music is it isn't as heavy and as complicated as a lot of the other bands. But when we started to play the first song uh, and I looked out in the audience and everyone was singing along not everyone, of course, but a lot of people were singing along with the lyrics, they knew the lyrics better than than I did. Uh, So uh, it was fantastic. I think it was best gig ever in, in my gig history (laughs) Uh, so it very I take it you've played a
1: couple of more gigs than just the seven or so with prehistoric animals
0: last year (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) I played a lot of gigs Uh, but that prog power gig was was special everyone was so loving and caring and uh, we got this the the response we got it was so was just great
1: Actually, uh, now that that you you mention it, um, uh, it just came to my mind that thinking back to two thousand ten, when I was at, I think it was my second or third, th- maybe third, Prague Power Europe Festival okay. as, a, as a as a as an attendant, as a visitor, and Haken and Leprous both played there, and both were there with their debut albums and oh, okay I'm not sure if uh, it was the same with with Haken with Aquarius but I specifically remember that um, because I was at Proc power the years before I was waiting for lineup announcements and then the leprous got announced and I had never heard of them before and then I checked out tall poppy syndrome and uh, absolutely fell in love with the band so i think it's since a long time it's for for festival regular prog power europe uh um festival goers that when something like uh this happens with prehistoric animals i think a lot of people never have never had never heard of you um prior to you being announced for Proc power europe 2019 um yeah and but but as soon as a band that we don't know that gets announced we directly go and and check out their stuff so um <laughs> big shout out as well to to the crew of Proc power europe uh renee and uh, martin and christian for Finding these bands as well and giving them the opportunity to to play there because Mm -hmm. uh, I mean you can see where where um, Leprous and Haken are now yeah, um, it was for For Haken. I'm 99% sure it was the first gig outside of uh, the UK for them for Mm Leprous. I'm not sure but uh, yeah, they made their first uh, baby steps or or the first bigger step there and uh, we'll see where where you guys will be in ten years. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, uh. Yeah, I think I think it's cool because uh, if you look back at at all the bands that uh, that prog power has has booked, it's not just the, the regular bands uh, that get booked uh, all the time. It's uh, yeah, it's a lot of new bands and uh, interesting bands. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, we really hope to uh, to play there once again. Uh, we had uh, we we were hoping uh, to play there next year, but now this year has moved to next year. Yes. So uh, um, we're hoping for uh, uh, 2000. What is it? 22. 22. Yes. Uh, for the return. Uh,
1: then maybe with chapter two already.
0: Yes, yeah. The drums, the the, uh, the songs are written and um, not the lyrics and melodies. Uh, the drums are recorded for chapter two. So,
1: oh my goodness,
0: that's maybe uh... release release in December or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I don't want to say. I don't want to say too much, but uh, uh, chapter two will. Uh, probably re- be released in, uh, in a year or something maybe September October la- next year next year mm-hmm so let's see
1: yeah <laughs> we, we we all be eagerly awaiting it uh, it because um, yeah chapter one is just way too short <laughs>
0: mm. we, um, the fact is that we uh, uh, we try to uh, to get all the songs uh, to fit uh, on a vinyl uh, ah. on a single vinyl. So uh, uh, everything was uh, uh, everything was limited to that, and i I think that's I think that's cool because all uh, all the old bands or uh, the old uh, vinyl albums that I've listened to, I have I have a I think my prog favorite album is, uh, is a drama by, uh, yes, mm-hmm. from, from 1980. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, I think it's, is it six songs or something, uh, on the whole album? So that's, I like it. I think it's, I don't like when it's <laughs> 15 songs on an album. It should be short and very good, uh,
1: you managed that
0: <laughs> mm, thank you thank you
1: Well, <laughs> now you you already uh uh told us one of your favorite albums one of your favorite prog albums so we can just uh slide into our section that we call what's in your walkman so uh what have you been listening listening to lately any specific songs that stood out for you? And you you keep you kept coming back to in the last days or weeks?
0: Mm, Okay. Uh, I have listened a lot to uh, the new Biffy Clyro album. Ah, Yes, Uh, I think Biffy Clyro is uh, a brilliant band. Uh, uh, And it's a, a great new album. They keep
1: yeah. they keep uh, I, I keep getting them recommended to me and I never really got into them or never really took time. Maybe maybe now is the time. Any any song uh, that stood
0: so. out? Uh,
1: you can also ca- um, a- s- send it to me uh, to me later uh, because yeah, I, w- I will, I can, add, I will yeah, add it I to the playlist. That. Actually, um, yeah. what, what I do is, of course, put the new singles for the new album of the interview guest i have on the show and also a kind of best off of that band but now oh, with cool. prehistoric animals not having that big of a history or th- that um big of a back uh, backing uh, back disc uh back catalog that's that's the word yeah <laughs> um mm. i think i'm also gonna add some stefan alza solo because i think it's just so oh. good cool. um cool. And yeah now your recommendations and then I also have some stuff that that popped up in my Walkman because I was listening to prehistoric animals and I was like thinking hmm yeah but first you um, you said uh, biffy Clyro
0: yeah biffy Clyro then I uh, I have been uh, spending some time to uh, I've been spending some time listening to the first four Peter Gabriel albums. Mm. Um, I've, I've uh, when when it comes to Genesis and Peter Gabriel, I sometimes I I love it and sometimes I don't think it's good at all. <laughs> uh, and I've been I think I've been trying for. Two or three years now to uh, to get into uh, lies Down on Broadway, and everything, and just to to like Genesis. Uh, and I, can, I really tried. I uh, put hours into this, and uh, I'm getting there. Uh, I, <laughs> it is it is good, but sometimes it's it's not good. The same thing with uh, Peter Gabriel. I, th- I think some of his stuff is, is brilliant. Uh, but the four first albums, they're a bit harsh or something. I don't, I don't know how to explain. But I'm, uh, I like uh, spending time to uh, to get into music that I'm not really into, and I, I, I know I should be into it because uh, <laughs> a lot of people say, "Oh yeah, you sound there, you sounded like Peter Gabriel there," and that was some, that was Genesis thing thing uh, I I like it bites more than Genesis. Uh, I know it bites. They are very inspired by uh, Genesis, uh, but I like their uh, their thing more. Okay, but <laughs> I haven't listened to it bites lately. Uh, but th- now that things... you mentioned
1: them, uh, may I ask you mm-hmm. for, so do you prefer the original um, albums or the new um, lineup with John Mitchell?
0: Uh, I'm a great fan of uh, Francis Donnery. Uh, yes. I, I love the old albums, uh, and I love his, uh, his solo stuff also. Uh, I think you can hear on my solo albums sometimes that I'm a bit inspired of uh, Francis Donnery. Uh, mm-hmm. But the thing is, uh, The Tall Ships uh, with uh, John Mitchell, I think that almost could be the best uh, mm-hmm. Hit Bites album uh, in many ways,
1: it's 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 a, it's sh- an amazing album. Uh, for me personally, it would be Map of the Past that has just such a unique vibe to it, unique mood, and for me, Map of the Past is just oh, okay special in somehow for me personally. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that uh, the John, John, the John Mitchell. Lineup is is good. Francis uh, Dunnery, more classic, of course. Uh, I actually
1: uh, talked to John Mitchell on the broadcast, and he oh, cool. said that he committed to doing another It
0: Bites album next year. That's good news. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> That's uh, It Bites is almost the same thing as uh, King's X. When you find someone who likes uh, It Bites, you should. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I think we will yeah. we'll, we'll definitely keep in touch about it. Bites mm-hmm. and Kings X and all that stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I I have to have to look at my Spotify. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I have uh, uh, Tool released uh, the new album one year ago, I think, uh. and that's. <laughs> That's also a bit harsh. Uh, it takes takes a lot of time to get into it. So I listened to it, and listened to it, and listened to it, and then I took uh, a, a six month break. And then I, I think it was last week uh, I put it on, and and it was great. Everything has wow. had fallen to its right place.
1: Uh, I have to admit, I didn't take the time for tool.
0: <laughs> ah, uh, you didn't mm uh, I think um uh, the last week's if tyro Peter Gabriel and uh, uh, some tool all
1: right yeah I've been listening <laughs> to crazy uh, amount of music obviously with the what's hot um playlist I have been called um curating every Sunday for a Monday release and it's uh, uh, usually between 25 and 45 new singles every week that mm. come out in the Prague world um, and also now that I have so many interviews uh, <laughs> a week that uh, for that I can't really take just the stuff that I've been listening to this week um, because it's also yeah it's a lot and I now i I started to to kind of take some some stuff that um I connect with with the band that or the artist that I'm interviewing somehow and um actually we were talking about the weather at the beginning of the show and yeah when it started raining so heavily last Thursday or Friday I I couldn't help it but was, was was reminded of a beautiful song from Marillion from the album The Strange Engine I think and it's called One Fine, Di- One Fine Day and uh, yeah okay. the, the lyrics go a listening to the pouring rain um, uh, yeah it's uh, it, it was just very very fitting and I thought it uh, fit as a example of good songwriting um, mm. in, in this playlist as well and um, then I thought well one more uh, w- w- another artists that are among the best songwriters in Sweden and actually are Mikael Ackerfeld approved as uh, mm, they yeah. they told me that um, Mikael Ackerfeld told them once he admires them for their songwriting abilities and I can absolutely see why and that is the band pathos And i've been a huge fan for uh for a long time
0: okay i've never listened to them
1: you definitely should they are um i saw them with porcupine tree uh, back then when porcupine tree toured uh, the uh fear of a blank planet Mm, okay they've been on a hiatus for a couple of years now but they're back together making new music uh, which is super exciting and i'm gonna put a song called in time uh from their originally from their second album kalokai which was also mixed by uh, steven wilson but they revisited it for the their actually last uh, uh, to date last release which was the ep slash mini album five or v that was released in 2012 so there is a beautiful revisited um version of the song in time on the album and um just one more band that has kind of the a a similar approach to making prog music that is very very catchy and very very song oriented and 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 also quite poppy at times and also very attached to prog power europe is jolly the incredible jolly and uh, jolly jolly yes okay and um they released their uh, a new album last year called family but um before that their their double album was called uh the audio guide to happiness part one and part two and from that album where where everything is perfect is just a perfect song um for this playlist that features a lot of um unusually uh, good vibes and happy fun stuff for this oh, okay. often very very um depressing prog scene as you mentioned catatonia <laughs> or something like that yeah. Um, yeah finally uh i think yesterday or a couple of days ago another swedish band uh that are, is not really considered prog uh, released a new uh single uh standalone single and it when i listened to it i or other the other way around when i listened to um your solo e- ep uh, the empty house yeah. by the beach again and the um the last two tracks i think um, they could also have been by that band and this the band's called the night flight orchestra they have like this kind of '80s thing going on.
0: <laughs> ah, okay. I've I've heard of them, but I've I've never spent any time listening to them.
1: Yeah, it's actually some old uh, uh, Swedish uh, extreme metal guys doing the '80s thing. It's like Björn Bjer- ah, okay. Bjer- Speed Street from from uh, Soilwork singing. Um, ah, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, the 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 single is called "Impossibile." Uh, I, uh, I, of course i read impossible at first but then i saw that one i in between which makes the whole word italian but it's uh, okay. uh, fun and like up good good uh good vibes uh mm-hmm. song and that it's also is, uh, it, it is supposed to be to spread good good vibes and um that actually brings me back to prehistoric animals because you guys had this one song on your first album considered a work of art was it still feels like magic where you have like this narration and like listen to this song and and then then uh, yeah. decide if it's mm-hmm. a sad song or a happy song <laughs> yeah exactly
0: that's mm, that's funny <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this this will be a playlist that is uh uh an inspiring uplifting playlist with uh, with all these uh yeah unusually happy music for the prog genre and that is something refreshing and something we all need sometimes and especially in these weird times yeah it was so great talking to you stefan uh great talking to you um i'm super excited about the new album the magical mystery machine chapter one one of the best prog-rock albums to come out this year it's actually mislabeled as prog-rock i would say it's it, you it, you could, can't really say it's prog-rock it's actually also a bit darker than overall the feel. there's there's some more darker and heavier passages as in the mm-hmm. previous album but it's um yeah it's a captivating affair uh, so thank you so much for this uh, gem of an album um, before we go we actually can say it because this episode is gonna uh, drop after our announcement of the festival you guys are gonna be part of the Prox space online festival and we're super stoked about your performance can you tell us a little bit what you prepared
0: um, Give some hints. What have we What have we prepared? Yeah, um, it's a it's a uh, live recording uh, of the uh, one of the the songs from the new album. Uh, not uh, it's it's uh, it's live Corona style.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> uh,
0: recorded in uh, in different places. Uh, and also on different occasions, but it's, uh, it's filmed, uh, and we are going to add, uh, uh an acoustic version, uh, of one of the songs uh, from, uh, from the new album, uh, a new version of that song, a longer version, uh, oh, wow. uh and, uh, probably also a secret. So, uh, uh, it's going to be interesting,
1: I'm super stoked for uh, all of this to happen. Don't uh, miss the proc space online festival, October 23rd and 24th. A lot of other amazing bands playing as well, but, uh, yeah. Prehistoric animals from Sweden. Thank you so much for being on the show. Stefan, thank you, thank guys you very much for listening. And as always, Take care of yourselves, take care of your loved ones and listen to great music. The Progcast is a production of Stuis Media and is presented by The Prague Space. It is produced by Randy M. Salo, Janine Stengel-Lewis, Blake Lewis, Kai Metzner and Dario Albrecht. Our theme music is by This Is Not an Elephant.